0: Welcome everyone to Check the Net, Impact 89 FM's own college basketball podcast. I'm your host, Colin Pearson. I'm joined today by both my co-hosts, Kylie and Derek. We're happy to have you back, Derek. Yes, we are. Thank you. uh, How's it going? It's going pretty good. Let's catch up for
1: a second. I was um, a little bit under the weather last week, had an upper respiratory infection, but that's not really important. But um, (laughs) I'm glad to be back on air with you guys, and I'm excited to get back into another Check the Net.
0: Yeah, we're, we're really happy to have you back. We missed you. Um, Thanks. <laughs> just to catch you up a little bit, last episode we started our conference previews with Mountain West, Big Ten, Horizon League, Ohio Valley, ASUN, MAC, Big Sky, and Missouri Valley. This week we've got eight more conferences to talk about, and uh, let's just jump right in. We're going to do four from the east side of the country, four from the west. We're just kind of divided up. Um, and starting with the east side, let's just start right away with the Big East um, because the Big East is a wild, wild conference. Um, so, on the women's side, um, tournament teams last year, we had UConn as a two seed, Villanova as a four, Creighton as a six, Marquette as a nine, and St. John's as an 11. Um, that's that's a pretty strong mm-hmm. gathering for a mm-hmm. women's basketball conference outside of the Pac-12. Yeah. You know, outside of Pac-12 and SEC, to have five teams is very solid. mm mm-hmm. um, And I know, like, UConn was always a good team. Mm -hmm. But what are you guys thinking on uh, predictions here? What are your teams to watch?
2: Okay, so my team to watch is UConn. And mainly because Paige Buchers is back, she's healthy, and I'm excited to watch her play this year. And also just... I love Gino Ariama, 100%. He's one of the greatest coaches <laughs> he, of, good coach. of all time. Yeah, like Honestly, that. we for talk sure. about top women's coaches. He's up there 100%. So I just like watching him coach. And, you know, the girls that he recruits are full of really great characters. So I'm excited to see how this UConn team does this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, what about you, Derek?
1: Um, I chose Creighton this year. Just looking at their record, they're 22-9. and nine, And they have a new assistant coach coming in, Jalen Agnew as well. So Ooh, that's pretty exciting. Okay, all right. It's kind of a little bit of a curveball in a way but I'm excited to see how that plays out and just seeing new teams new coaches switching it up so that's just good to watch.
0: Yeah and sometimes those new assistant coaches um, Mm -hmm. don't have as much of a like learning curve as Mm -hmm. the new head coaches for the team you know you'll see a more instant boost with a good new assistant coach so that's interesting. I didn't didn't know about Agnew going to Creighton. Cool. Um, Personally I'm watching Villanova. Mm-hmm. They're a team full of juniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just all these upperclassmen who have something to prove. They've been fighting for the last few years. Yeah. Um. They were four seed in the tournament last year. I think they're going to take down YouthCon a few times this year. And I think we're going to see some crazy, crazy play out of these guys. Um, they're just a team I have a lot of confidence in.
2: Yeah, no, they're they're really good, honestly. Um, and watched them play last year, I was really impressed, especially mm-hmm. with their post game and them um running the ball. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I think they match up really well with the rest of the Big East. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the Big East obviously is a tough conference, but I think Villanova can take it next year. Um, UConn being the only other team that I think could. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about Creighton, but knowing with the new assistant coach, they definitely have a chance too. So definitely. Uh, kind of up for grabs there. Um, Looking at the men's side, we had an incredible year for the men's. um, A two-seed, a three-seed, a four, a six and an 11 Mm -hmm. out of the Big East (laughs) that kind of fell apart. Not only that, but we also had national champion UConn come out as the four-seed with Marquette and Xavier both placing ahead of them um, and then Creighton and Providence behind. But, like... With that, especially with UConn, um, what are you guys thinking for this year? Because I know a lot of those teams didn't end up ranked at the end of last year and are mm-hmm. ranked now yep. in this preseason. And everyone seems to be talking about some of these teams.
2: Yeah, I was looking into UConn earlier, and they lost quite a few people. So that's mm-hmm. why I was like, I can't pick them to go back-to-back. It'd be cool if they did go back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely watch Creighton. It's Calcbender's senior year. So we'll see if he really is going to stunt and show Mm -hmm. out. And hopefully um, he'll have a team around him to support. I mean, Crane was a fun team to watch last year. And I really wanted them to make it farther than what they did. Mm -hmm. But um, So I'm excited to watch how they do this year.
0: Yeah, UConn never seems to live up to their hype when they get (laughs) hype. And they always seem to do something crazy when they're kind of underrated. So Mm -hmm. I... I really don't feel like UConn, with the hype that they're getting, is going to be as good as we think they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I really want to take Xavier for this one. That's fair. Um, that is. Fair. They are not losing a whole lot of people, and they just they played like a full team last year. I mean, we watched Marquette get upset by MSU, which mm-hmm. granted, MSU great team, but <laughs> Xavier <laughs> seems to have that. Seems to have it all put together, and they mm-hmm. seem ready for. Uh,
1: Good, good season this year. Um, yeah. Eric, what about you? So I chose Marquette even though we did lose to Michigan State. Uh, sure I enough. was just watching that game. it was I was happy because I'm a Michigan State fan, but that's just nothing. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, Marquette has a really good team. They're continuing the legacy of Shaka Smart as well, and he did mold his team a lot with not a lot of transfers coming in, so that's kind of – and he just always kind of shows up in the playoffs and the tournament so we could see a good come up of him again. I don't know if they can – Beat Xavier or beat another team like Creighton, but they definitely could compete.
2: Yeah, and I know looking at the tournament last year, I didn't expect Marquette to be ranked that high. I did not mm-hmm. think that they were that good. But hopefully, I mean, if they didn't lose a lot of people, they'll be they'll be definitely difficult to handle this year.
0: Yeah, I I agree with both you guys on that for sure. Um, let's move on to the A10. So the Atlantic 10 Conference, um, they're usually around 12, 13 seed. Um, last year on the women's side, St. Louis was the 13 seed for them. Um, they went 17 and 18 overall, which is kind of crazy. They ended up winning their tournament, and no one else was invited from the A-10 for some reason. Hmm. Um, even mm-hmm. though, personal opinion, they definitely should have been. Yeah, But I suppose with St. Louis taking the tournament, the automatic bid went to St. Louis, and mm. no one else, after being beaten by St. Louis, seemed to be <laughs> that good. So... Um, What are your guys' thoughts there? Because I know personally, I was looking at Rhode Island. Rhode Mm -hmm. Island seems to be the team to beat for the women's side in the A-10. Go roadies, go Rams, you know. (laughs) Um, They went 26-7 and last year. They had a great home record, 15-1. and They were just pretty dominant all around, and I think they can uh, really take the A-10 by storm next year.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think that's another, that's a good option. My, mm-hmm. I picked University of Massachusetts. I mean, they're 27-7, so it's one more win. Um, <laughs> I think that those two teams are definitely going to battle it out this year. They had the, you know, UMass had the best overall record in the conference. So I don't know how they didn't make the tournament at all, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll see how they do this year.
0: Yeah, with an 11-2 and two road record for Massachusetts, yeah. how oh, do yeah. you not pick them for the tournament? You know, going 27 and 7. I just. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the 17 18 from St. Louis is yeah. throwing me off. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think wins matter in a way. So it, just because St. Louis beat those couple of teams out, I think that's why they got chosen a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like. I mean, they got the automatic bid. Yeah. So but it's just. How does not
0: one of those other two teams get mm-hmm. picked as a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> as a 14? You know? I know. <laughs> I mean, just the record
1: matters. I get it. So I completely understand. Yeah. What about you, Derek? What are you thinking? I was going with St. Louis just because of <laughs> <laughs> just because of the win overall. I like throwing curveballs. I think it's fun. But um, I do guys understand because I mean having the records that UMass and Rhode Island has, there's just no way they should be chosen for that last spot. But I mean, I think St. Louis is like just kind of a sleeper team in a way. So I think it's just fun to see teams like that and curveballs like that when they get into the tournament. And if they do perform, then it looks good. But if they don't, then it looks bad in a way. Yeah, Yeah, especially after seeing St. Louis in their conference
0: tournament Mm kind of take that title. Um, I think they're definitely on the upswing. And I think they're definitely a team to watch out for. So I see where you're coming from there. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what about on the men's side? Derek, you go ahead and start. Because um, last year we had VCU as the 12 mm-hmm. seed. Um, but there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting things going on on the men's side at the uh, A-10.
1: So I was just looking at the rankings earlier today, and I was just looking at Dayton Flyers, and that name just popped out to me, and it seemed so cool. <laughs> and they sold out tickets for the third straight year in a row. So I thought wow. that was really, really fun. So, I mean, they have a lot of hype coming into it this year, and they have a really good offensive team as well. So I was just looking at them and was like, I think they can make another run for the tournament or a run for the tournament. So that's really exciting.
2: That'd be fun. Ohio represent for real. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I picked Loyola. I love Loyola Um, ever since they made their run years ago. um, They had a rough year uh, last year, but new conference, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that's always going to be a bit of a struggle. So I think they can bounce back. And, you know, they're just one of those teams I feel like that has a lot of universal support from a mm-hmm. lot of different basketball fans, yes. and I really think that fuels them. So I'm really hoping to see them do well.
0: Yeah, I mean, last year they had a new conference and a new coach. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to hit a few bumps in the road there. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at some of their games that they lost. Um, most of their losses were by less than 10 points. Like, once you turn around that little bit at the end of the game, mm-hmm. you're you're easily a lot of wins
2: yeah, um, they, deep, were co- they were they competitive.
0: You know, they were 10-21 and 21 <laughs> overall <laughs> on the <laughs> season last year. But at the same time, most of those wins or most of those losses were really close and most of the wins were completely dominating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to take that into account and just say they had some bad luck. They were adjusting to a new coach, new conference, mm-hmm. new teams, all that. I think I completely agree with you. Um, however... <laughs> I I <laughs> had to pick a different team. Fair, um fair, and I had to fair. go with Fordham. So Fordham went 25 and 8 last year. Um they were 18 and 2 at home, which is just solid, you yeah. know. And I know VCU won it last year. I don't think that they can take it a second year in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but I really like the look of Fordham and the direction that they seem to be heading. Um yeah, it just it looks like a good team to watch for me. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see any of those teams for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: maybe not Dayton, but... <laughs> I, I could see Dayton, I'll be honest.
1: Um, you have to see the hype, that's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> fair, fair.
1: <laughs> the the sold-out
2: That stadium, Yeah, that is uh, really fun.
0: ...kind of helps out a little bit. Uh, let's go to the America East, and I know this is a very small conference, usually a 15-16 seed. Um, both men's and women's in the tournament last year were Vermont at a 15 seed. Ooh. So go Vermont, you know, all the maple syrup you guys make and all that. Uh, (laughs) Don't know a whole lot about Vermont, but (laughs) they seem to be a good team. Um, I know I did not pick Vermont personally. Mm -hmm. I picked Albany um, at 22 and 12. You know, they're, they seem like a solid team. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like, that's for the women's, by the way. Um, I really like their play style. I just watched a few highlight videos. They looked To be a pretty solid team and Mm -hmm. a pretty well spread team Mm -hmm. so I really like that and I think they can have a good year this year too Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I had to pick Vermont Um, (laughs) they did make it to the tournament last year Um, they're 24 and 7 best record of the conference Um, Mm -hmm. and from my perspective that's a pretty dominant record to be honest so hopefully they can continue that through this year and we'll see them in the tournament again
1: Mm mm-hmm I chose Maine for this one just because, mm. I mean, their record's a little bit lower, but they do have a 9-5 and five home record, which is
2: That's pretty good. Pretty
1: good. That's an upside that's a to me. That's a solid home record, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of why I chose them just because, I mean, home matters a lot and being able mm-hmm. to win in those situations does matter, so I think they could be a sleeper team as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Got to root for some of those sleeper mm-hmm. teams, and
0: especially when it comes to the America East where it's pretty well up for grabs every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. On the men's side, what are you guys thinking? Because I know we just talked about it. Vermont won it last year, 15 yep. seed, all that. Um, but I know personally, I was looking at a different team. Uh, Kylie, I think you were looking at the same team as me. Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kylie, who were you looking at? I was
2: looking at University of Massachusetts. Is it Lowell? Or yeah, Lowell? it's Lowell. Lowell. Okay, Lowell. I just want to make sure I, I pronounce that right. Um, 24 and eight, really good record. Um. Mm-hmm. It's just always, I think, tournament time gets those good teams, and that's why some of these other teams slip in. But yeah. um, I think they can do it again, um, mm-hmm. especially with that kind of record. I mean, that's a solid record um, yeah. compared to Vermont, who made it to the tournament. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see them make it to the tournament this year. Hopefully, you know, have some upsets. Love a good upset. So.
0: Yeah, what I'm looking at is they've got something to prove. You know, mm-hmm. they should have had it last year. Vermont took them in the final. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they can take them this year, and I they have something to prove they want it but
1: a little bit more i think mm-hmm. than vermont and i think they could take that i understand that but also <laughs> history doesn't lie i mean <laughs> the past doesn't lie so i think vermont has it honestly i mean a lot of people repeat and go two by two again and i think mm-hmm. if we get into a same match i would say i'm situation vermont will pull it out again so i'm gonna stick with vermont
2: especially if you have the men's and women's both going to the tournament mm-hmm. i mean that's a that's lot of hype true. around that and too. that narrative is awesome too. Yes.
1: Yep. media attention with that one yeah mm-hmm. Uh, Next conference we're going to talk about
0: is an interesting one, and this one um, really has not gotten a lot of media attention up until this year um, simply because they've always been a 16 seed. However, as a 16 seed, one of them won this year.
2: Yes. Uh, And so we're going to talk about that
0: in a second with the men's, but let's talk about the women's first. So Sacred Heart (laughs) was the 16 seed there. Mm -hmm. Um, they won in the first four and lost in the first round to I don't remember who I want to say Stanford Um, probably Mm -hmm. I
2: think that's a good bet
0: I believe it was it was Stanford yep Mm -hmm. 92-49 wow Um, kind of a rough loss there for Sacred Heart Mm -hmm. but um, so looking at the Northeast Conference um, it's not usually a conference that gets the media attention Mm -hmm. but I think it deserves some this year because there's gonna be a big fight over
1: who takes the top. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, I know you had Sacred Heart. You want to talk about that for a second? So I chose Sacred Heart personally just because I mean making it to the tournament and doing that. I know they didn't. That game was kind of the score didn't look as good as it mean, but I mean it's a lower side team in tournament. So I mean you kind of have to give them some slack. But I mean just them being able to make it and then being able to get there to me should just prove everything you need to prove for coming into this year off a of good momentum like that. Especially and like, something I want to prove.
2: Yeah, and especially like once you taste like that tournament, like you know like you want to go back. It's like mm-hmm. the more drive, like you're hungrier for it. So I can definitely see that.
0: Yeah. Um my only worry is we're looking at another team right at the top of the Northeast Conference <laughs> that had a better record last year. Yeah, really hungry to get to the tournament, especially mm-hmm. after seeing what their men's team just did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's FDU, yeah. the FDU women's team. Uh, mm-hmm. They were the best record by six wins last year in the NEC. Um, they were 24 and eight. And I just think they have something to prove, especially after what their men's team just did. Um, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think there'll be a sixteen over one upset next year? No, no, I don't. Hey,
2: <laughs> you never but know, though. You
0: never know. I I am rooting for them all the way, um, mm-hmm. and I Best respect. You know, I gotta cheer them on. I think they're a good team, and I want to see them in the tournament next year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I had FDU as well, so
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, And speaking of FDU Let's talk on the men's side Because they took down Purdue last year in the tournament 16 seed over one The second (laughs) time in history that's happened Greatest thing Um, ever It was a phenomenal game to watch It was so fun They almost took down Florida Atlantic Who ended Mm -hmm. up being the Final Four team Yeah which Um, is
2: also extremely impressive
0: Yes. I mean they're just a good team But I want to talk about another good team In that conference um, Who actually won the tournament Last year for the Northeastern and couldn't Mm. go because they were still in their D one transition period. Mm. Um so FDU did not win the tournament. They got the automatic bid by taking second Mm. because Merrimack was still in their D one transition period. Oh. Um and Merrimack has been dominant for a few years now on the men's side. Um, you know, their sixteen and sixteen record does not show off very much, but they uh as far as conference record goes, have a very good conference record, and mm-hmm. they were a good team. Um, to go out and beat FDU and then not be able to go to the tournament and watch FDU take down Purdue
2: yeah. had to hurt. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah. I can't see a reason why Merrimack wouldn't be just absolutely angry about that mm-hmm. and be ready to just mm-hmm. take them down this year and
1: make the tournament. They have to be hungry now. They, like, just oh, like, yeah. sitting at home and watching that game is like, just like, I need to be there. Yeah. I should be there. Yeah. I should have been there.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, in my full court press, I'll probably talk a little bit about the D1 transition period because it makes me angry. Um, <laughs> but like Merrimack should have gone to the tournament last year, didn't. I think they're taking it next year. Um, they've just
1: got the right kind of drive. That's respectable. Yeah. What about you guys? I mean, I took Stonehill just because I was looking more at their conference play, not their overall record because it's kind of slouching. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but their conference play is good at 10-6, and six, so I think they could definitely compete with these other two teams. I know Merrimack and FDU have been great. I mean, we saw what Fairleigh Dickinson did. They shocked the world and shocked me as well. Not that my opinion matters that much but it, did, <laughs> but it did shock a lot of people but I think that a 10 and six record in conference play shows dividends mm-hmm.
2: yeah, no that's really fair. I picked FDU again because um if it's not for their play it's for the their coaching um, to be able to coach your team who was severely undersized against seven foot so tall <laughs> Zach Eady, and you know virtually shut him down that that takes some skill coaching wise, playing wise so I definitely think that they can make it to the tournament again.
0: You see, my only statement is
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, Tobin Anderson, FDU's coach has now left FDU <gasps> for Iona. No! He's at Iona now. Um, go Gales. But <laughs> I just wanted to make that comment because yeah. they don't have the coach anymore. Just mm. put a hole who's in that their, logic.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Who's their new head coach? I don't. Have know. Have they named one yet?
0: I don't know if they have.
2: Interesting.
0: Interesting. I'm still will, keep them at this point. I mean, I you've definitely got some.
2: You've definitely got some returners that you know felt that saw what they did and are like, it oh, we can do it again. Jack
0: Castleberry. Okay. Um, he was mm-hmm. an assistant coach last year.
2: Oh, so he it was still appears. a part of the hype. Okay. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> assistant coaches matter just as much. All right. My logic stands. I definitely think that, um, he's, I mean, he saw what they did. They've got the coaching skill still.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. But sorry, oh. there's conflicting news. Um, so many holes. Okay. There's, there's another <laughs> article that reads Keith Hack hired his next head coach. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay.
2: All right, we're gonna put a pin in this until <laughs> I'm gonna put a pin in my choice until we actually figure out
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, what's true and what's not. So, fair
0: enough. Fair enough. It'd Kylie, be great to see I him will, go
2: again, but <laughs> we'll I will see. let
0: you do some research while we talk about the Big West. Thanks. And, uh, we'll we'll <laughs> come back to that because yeah. that's definitely definitely a question. It's yeah, kind of up what? in the air. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's talk Big West. Um. Hawaii won the women's side last year. 14 seed um, they had a pretty good year um, but Derek who are you thinking because I know Hawaii doesn't have a whole lot of returning players
1: mm. so I was looking at more of Long Beach State I see that they do have two transfers coming in this year as well Okay. so I mean that could give them some hype and they have a very solid team from the previous year and their record is 23-10 and 10. so I mean that's just solid all around so I mean just looking at the numbers I think you could just Take this team to go all the way. I mean, UC Irvine does have a really, really good record and they're not losing a lot of seniors as well. But I mean, I like to see the underdogs or a team that's maybe a little bit lower but still can compete with a higher team like that. They can definitely show something this year.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Long Beach State was not a whole lot lower. They had mm-hmm. one less win, they had yep. a few more losses, they just played a few more games than UC Irvine. Uh, I'm still going to take UC Irvine. Um, again, something to prove, you know, Hawaii took them in the tournament. Um, I'm not taking Long Beach State because I noticed that Long Beach State was losing a lot of seniors. Mm-hmm. I did not notice all of the transfer portal stuff that they had done. Um, so that's good to know. Um, definitely going to be a tighter competition than I thought for UC Irvine. But I'm still I'm still taking UC Irvine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're a solid team.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with Colin on this one. However, um, if Hawaii could come in and take some of these teams last year in the tournament, I don't think we should keep them out of our. Uh, out of our memory at all for mm-hmm.
0: it so. that's fair that's fair it is fair all right kylie what'd you find on fdu
2: so i found it out um so jack casbury <laughs> is the is the new head coach he was is elevated the head to coach. head coach so my well, logic right. still stands all right and i support fair enough.
1: it <laughs> i'm glad we had to spin back and get that out the way yeah yep. yeah yeah put a pin in it it would have
2: bothered me for the next like 20 minutes <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well
0: back to the uh back to the big west um on the men's side Last year we saw UC Santa Barbara take the tournament. Um, they were a 14 seed as well. Um, I have them taking it again. Um, they were 25 and 8 last year. They were just a solid overall team. Um, they were fun to watch. I think I think they can take it again. I don't see a reason why they couldn't. Um, what about you guys?
2: Yeah, Kyle, I'm following your logic. <laughs> I know I keep following your logic this episode. But I think it's cuz Derek's here. Um oh. No offense. You you can dis- <laughs> you can disagree with us on this one, but um yeah, I'm just you know, that kind of record is pretty dominant, so you especially can't really argue.
0: considering second was 21 wins. Like mm-hmm. they had four more wins. It yeah. was just yeah. a pretty solid year for Santa Barbara and, you know, they're just a good team.
2: Mhm.
1: I'm going to have to disagree again. I don't know why I'm doing <laughs> this this time, but I mean, I'm just looking at UC Riverside and just I watched a little bit of them and looking at their record right now, 22-12 and 12 with a good offense is a pretty good record. I know 25-8 and eight is just kind of bouncing off the charts a little bit, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm going to have to take the underdogs, and I like seeing littler teams or lesser teams win. So, I mean, I'm going to go with UC Riverside for this one.
0: Fair. Yeah, That's definitely fair. Uh, should be a good conference, especially with all of those teams right in that 21 21- 2021 win region. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it should be a fun, fun conference to watch, um, between all the Cal's and Hawaii. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's such a weird conference to me, but you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's good. Um, let's talk West coast conference now. And I know West coast conference has gotten a lot of media lately and just over the past few decades because of some of the teams in here. Um, specifically gonzaga who has just Mm -hmm. dominated for last who knows how long um but i have two notes to make one is that byu is leaving they're in the big 12 now um and they were always pretty dominant on the women's side specifically Mm -hmm. so that opens up a little bit there yeah um but also we saw some people challenge gonzaga last year for the first time in my memory yeah um like let's talk about that on both the men's and women's sides Mm -hmm. so Gonzaga Mm -hmm. still took it on the women's side and the men's side Gonzaga Mm -hmm. was the nine seed on the women's and Portland ended up taking the twelve seed Mm -hmm. um who are you guys thinking um I'm assuming between the two of those because there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of other competition in the west coast conference challenging Mm -hmm. wise but Mm -hmm. what are you guys thinking here
2: I was looking continuously looking at Gonzaga. I mean, mm-hmm. they they've continued to be one like the top team in their conference for yeah. as long as I can remember. Um mm-hmm. so I think they're going to continue to that because they're going to continue to get, you know, the recruits and things of that nature. So, I think they'll mm-hmm. they'll have a strong season this year.
1: I'm going to have to disagree again. <laughs> I don't know. I just seem. I just think Portland being a 12 yeah. c and then having that good good record as well. I mean Gonzaga's record is 20 and five, but I mean 20 20 nine overall is a great record mm-hmm. and 15 and three in conference play. So I think that's just awesome. And they're gonna have a little chip on their shoulder being in the tournament and getting that love. And they're gonna want to go back and get that. And if they can try to be a or compete with a team like Gonzaga, there's just a lot of hunger there. So I think they're gonna be able to take that and ride it up the wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're
0: gonna have to compete with a team like Gonzaga mm-hmm. because I mean Gonzaga's just always gonna be good. <laughs> Um, Yeah, for probably the next decade or so at minimum. Um, Mm -hmm. So to have Portland kind of challenging that is exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think this year is going to be the year for Portland yet. I think they're going to have to wait another year. I think Gonzaga is still taking it next year. Um, The 28 and five is just too dominant Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. to give one way or another. We're gonna, um, to we're, we're gonna come back to this. We're gonna. <laughs> I we're, could be very wrong. I'm we're gonna, gonna, gonna come eat back my to words that. in a few weeks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch Portland just smoke Gonzaga or something <laughs> wild like that, and I'm gonna eat my words. But
1: you owe me fifty cents.
0: Oh, 50, 50 cents. cents. I, I, I'm a okay. college student. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a, That's high. a lot. <laughs> uh, but let's look at the men's side, um, because again, Gonzaga's challenged for one of the first times in their mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. Um, Gonzaga, who has just been solidly strong um, is not only challenged last year but is also losing one of their top players this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Gonzaga was the three seed. St. Mary's was the five seed. St. Mary's took them down for the first Mm -hmm. time in years this past year. And, you know, they went one in one regular season and then the tournament. We all know how that went. But, Mm -hmm. it should be fun to see how those two compete. Um, mm-hmm. I'll start. I took St. Mary's, mm-hmm. um, particularly because Gonzaga is losing Drew Timmy. Um, and I think it's just the downfall of the Zags for mm-hmm. the men's side. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not rooting for their downfall by any means. You know, they were a 31 team last year. And, you know, you got to love the underdog in the tournament. But I want to see someone else win the West Coast Conference. Mm-hmm. And I think St. Mary's is easily the team to do that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after that surprise win that got him a lot of media attention and yeah. a, a lot of recruiting attention this mm-hmm. past year.
2: Yeah, um, I don't want to see anyone else win the West Coast Conference. <laughs> 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 uh, go Zags. I love Gonzaga. Um, no, it'll definitely be interesting to see how they rebound without Drew Timmy. However... Mm-hmm. I think every single year they lose a really good big man. They also gain a really, really good big man, a dominant um, big man that for some reason no one else in college basketball can keep up with. So um, I think they're going to be able to do it again. I mean, they've been doing it for so long and, you know, I just also like watching them play. So I think it'll be interesting to see how this team develops and how they play this year.
1: I think they're losing such a big, big core piece. I don't know how yeah. they're going to be able to bounce back with that. I know they have great recruiting and a mm-hmm. bunch of probably a bunch of good players coming in. And of course, it's next man up always, so they're yep. going to have another center to replace him. But I mean, I kind of want to choose a kind of a sleeper with Santa Clara. I don't know. I'm just kind of throw that name <laughs> in the ring. It's pro- they're probably not going to get as far as I think. But I mean, I want to throw another name in the ring here because I mean, oh I, yeah, they were a 22 win team last That's year. That's good. You know, so. I didn't they take down St. Mary's
0: partway way through the season. I think they, they did. did. I'll, I'll double check that while you guys keep talking.
2: Yeah, no, I think they did. That's a that's a pretty good pick, honestly. Mm. And you're right, if like Gonzaga's on a down year, that's definitely a chance for that. They don't to... have
1: a lot of down years, so I mean yeah. it's just this is the time. Well maybe mm-hmm. the only time actually a new team to come into them makes an at least compete. Yeah. What uh, you got, Colin? Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <It's>,
1: <laughs> nothing <it's loading>. yet. <laughs> we are in the basement of Holden
0: Hall and the internet's just trash <laughs> down here. Um
2: it, you know, what we'll put a pin in it and <laughs> yeah, okay. we'll
0: spin back to it. It, it appears they Coming did not. Episodes.
2: Oh, maybe um, we just made that held up. Them,
0: they held them to 3 points. <laughs> that's still really that's good. 67-64. So all I need is for them to compete. You know, just... they're definitely yeah, competing. that's good. Though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting pick. I can't say I agree, Derek. <laughs> um, but I can I can see it, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk. We got two more conferences left. Um, the smaller one is the Whack, and I... <laughs>
2: My favorite conference <laughs> name ever. Such a
0: good... It's whack. It's, it's just so fun. <laughs> conference like,
2: is Whack for real. They're Straight a 14
0: up. seed. They don't get a whole lot of upsets, but, like, they're fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think with New Mexico State and Sam Houston both leaving, um, we got a lot of opportunity here for mm-hmm. other teams to kind of take over. Um, on the women's side, Sam Houston's been a good team. Um, so having them leave... Um, is interesting, but they Mm -hmm. weren't the best team last year. Southern Utah took the conference championship last year, um, made it to the tournament as a 14 seed. Um, Derek, I know you think they can do it again. Mm -hmm. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: I mean... Just I mean, look at it. I think the history talks about itself, and I think they can repeat it. I mean, I mean, yeah, that twenty-five and seven record is really, really nice. But I mean, twenty-three and ten is not bad. It's just a couple wins off, and I think that they could definitely do it again because they have the experience and they have the talent. So I think they can just easily repeat it.
0: Yeah, and when you're talking about that twenty-seven or twenty-five-seven record, I assume you're talking about my pick, yes. uh, Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> um, I I think they deserved it last year. They played better all around, yep. in my opinion. Um, And I think they're just a better team. I think they could have some fun stuff going on.
2: Yeah, I agree with Colin. Um, 25-7 and is kind of hard to dispute, to be honest. Um, So it's just, you know, teams got to lock down the tournament, like Mm. I said earlier. So hopefully they'll be able to lock down this year. And I don't know, maybe they'll come in and upset someone on the women's side.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at it. You know, Stephen F. Austin does look like the better team on paper. Southern Utah made the tournament last year. It's going to be a battle there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I'm looking at—I was looking at California Baptist and Mm -hmm. Grand Canyon as well. Um, Both those two teams seem like they're primed to kind of have a few upsets in Mm -hmm. their conference play this year. And I think those could be good teams to watch out for as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of Grand Canyon, on the men's side, they're the ones who made the tournament last year um, as a 14 seed. And I think that they're going to be the uh, the team to beat again this year. Okay. Personally, I think um, with their 21-12 and 12 record last year, they took down the top team, Sam Houston, they took them down twice. They had some mm-hmm. bad losses early in the season to some Power 5 teams. Um, but, again, bad losses to Power 5s are not they're conference not, they're losses. They're not bad losses, yeah. honestly. You know? um, and I think it's going to be a big... Um, big picture of like how they're actually going to do we're going to get mm-hmm. that on December 20th when Grand Canyon plays Sam Houston in an out of conference matchup ah. this year for the first time okay. ever um, because Sam Houston's obviously moved conferences now mm-hmm. so I think that's going to be kind of our big picture on how they're actually going to do mm-hmm. but for now I am going to say Grand Canyon takes it again um, that's my pick what
1: about you guys Yeah. interesting
2: alright Derek you want to go ahead
1: so I mean, we're finally agreeing. We're on something. finally agreeing. That's a, well, that's a first. <laughs> <laughs> so I Dang. mean, I choose Utah Valley for that. I mean, if you're looking at their record, twenty-eight and nine, that's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like records don't lie. And they have—I checked their games. They have a lot of high-scoring games as well, and they have a couple blots as well. So I mean, I just think the record and the numbers don't lie with that. So I'm just gonna take Utah Valley again.
2: Yeah. No. Same. Same here. Looking at the record, I mean, that's that's dominant, honestly. I mean, it's a really good record. So. I just think you know. Again, they they've got a chance to do something and get in the tournament next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's move on to our final conference. Um, we're getting through these pretty quick. This one I do want to spend a little more time on. Yeah, because mm-hmm. this is a conference that won't exist next year. That's
2: dying. It's dead. Um,
0: <laughs> you know. The gun on that one. We're, yeah. <laughs> We watched the Pac-2 championship in football this past week. <laughs> um, it was a great game. One of the best games I've seen ever. You know, mm-hmm. Washington State, Oregon State, both teams yeah. ranked. You know, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Pac-12 is who we're going to talk about next. And <laughs> it's so hard watching this conference leave because it was just packed to the brim last year mm-hmm. with phenomenal women's basketball teams. Yes. And it really hurts me to see it go. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as tournament teams last year went, it was Stanford at a one, Utah at a two, UCLA at a four, Washington State at the five, Colorado at the six, Arizona at the seven, <laughs> USC at the eight. Holy mm-hmm. talent. That's awesome. They yeah. had
2: Dominating. seven teams
0: all above the eight seed. You know, that's just insane, first mm-hmm. of all. Um, second of all, it was just a beat down against each other. The whole season. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There were other teams that probably could have made it too. Um, I'm looking at Oregon. I'm looking at, like, specifically Oregon. Um, Washington was pretty high up there too. Mm -hmm. Like, this was a good conference. Mm Yes. I want to know what you guys have here because there's a lot of interesting things to talk about Mm -hmm. with the Pac-12.
2: Yeah. I got a lot to say about the Um, (laughs) Pac-12. So I'll start start with... (laughs) My pick. I'll start. So I've got USC. Um, mm. they have a really good incoming class, especially coming off of being, you know, being an eight seed in the tournament. They've got a really good incoming class with the number one recruit, uh, Juju Watkins. She's okay. coming in to play for USC. So I'm really excited to watch her play and kind of watch that team develop. Here's some other things. Here's why I did not pick Stanford. Um, Haley Van Lith <laughs> is gone. Yes, she's yes. gone. Um, and they do have some other good players with I believe Cameron Brink is still there Mm -hmm. and um so they're gonna be good still however I just think that they're not gonna be as good as they have been in the past um but I'm definitely still gonna be looking out for them also I wanted to put Oregon out there as well um they had they had a really good freshman class last year and hopefully them having a year under their belt they'll be able to develop in the offseason a bit more and they'll be even stronger going forward love watching Oregon so Yeah, that's my little bit about the Pac-12.
1: Yeah, Derek, what do you got? I chose Arizona just because of two things. Because they beat UCLA in a championship game and the five incoming transfers that they have. And I think just Mm. having those transfers coming in, that's just amazing to see. Mm -hmm. So I mean, talent is just kind of what wins in these types of games, in these situations when they're all really close seeds, like one, two, three, four, all the way to seven and eight. So I think it's just talent that matters and having five incoming transfers like that, I think you should, People should watch out, and they had a good record coming in. They had a good record before, and now they're coming in looking great. So I think just, people should be able to watch out for them.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, beating UCLA in that championship game was a big deal. Um, but the one thing I want to say is I picked Washington State, um, the five seed. So we picked the five, seven, and eight. None of us picked one, two, four. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't pick Stanford. We didn't pick Utah. We didn't pick UCLA. Um, I don't know if we're predicting projecting a downfall there, or if we're just like manifesting losses and hoping (laughs) that someone else takes it in the final year. I know I wanna see Washington State, particularly because of the loss of the Pac-12, um, mm-hmm. Just as a little bit of a uh, middle finger to all the other teams out there. I would love to see Washington State and Oregon State take as many championships this year throughout all sports as possible.
2: That's fair. That's um, fair.
0: And if I can manifest Washington State winning the women's basketball tournament, that'd be awesome.
2: Nah, um, I like that. I like that for real. I will I say that. they
0: won the tournament last year as mm-hmm. a kind of surprise. Um, and they're losing one of their top players, Matuga. But they're keeping their other three top players, mm-hmm. including Ledger Walker, um, who was 18.4 points per game, multiple school record. She's one of the best players in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is now a grad student, and she's staying. She's taken her COVID year. Um, I'm really, really excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, That team just looks like they're not losing any momentum off of last year. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to keep just absolutely crushing people, um, there are they have a positive slope here. They're going up, and mm-hmm. it's just going to keep going up
1: for Washington State, I think.
2: Yeah, the Pac-12 um, is going to be fun in their last year, for sure. Absolutely. So yeah. fun to watch, and just then so sad. Just look at I, that
1: roster. I mean, it's just so many stacked teams. Yeah. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's throwing everything into this year, <laughs> and
0: I think yeah. it's going to yep. be just fun to watch. Everyone know? wants Everyone. the
2: last Pac-12 championship. I mean, so mm-hmm. you can be like, yeah, I'm the winner. We won. So. Yep.
0: And I I just keep hoping that it's one of the two that are sticking around. <laughs> um, Oregon State does not have my hopes up with their thirteen and eighteen records So right now I'm, wa- I'm riding on Washington State. But yeah, ride the wave, ride the wave. As far as men's side goes, I did not pick either Washington State or Oregon State. I'm sad <laughs> to say neither of them have had good men's basketball over the past few years. Switched up um, fast.
2: Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: Washington State was the best this past year with a uh 50% win record 17 and 17 Ooh. it just it doesn't feel wow. like the team that will win it for me um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> turn- all right who does feel like the team though Cut all right it.
0: as far as tournament teams goes Arizona at 2 UCLA at a 2 USC at a 10 Arizona State at uh, 11 mm-hmm. um so obviously the top two teams were Arizona UCLA I picked Arizona again um they're losing you know a little bit of ground with talent but they're picking up two of the best transfers in the country with mm-hmm. Jalen ba- Bradley from mm-hmm. Alabama and Caleb Love for U- from mm-hmm. UNC um, thanks to U of M not accepting him. <laughs> so I I think Arizona's really going to have a fun time. Tommy yeah. Lloyd's a phenomenal coach. I mm-hmm. think they're just going to take it and run with it. I think they're a one seed this year, and I think mm-hmm. national championship is not out of the question for this team.
2: Absolutely, yeah. um,
0: The talent that they're adding just – Gives me so much confidence in them.
2: No, I mean that's that's a really good pick, honestly. And Arizona Absolutely. was on my radar as well. However, I'm gonna go with the UCLA. Uh, mm-hmm. I just feel like consistently UCLA's been good. Um, and even when they were ranked lower seeds, they're still beating these higher seeds in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what they what they do this year. I'm also gonna throw out Oregon because, you know love Oregon. But um, <laughs> their men's team they're very up and down. I feel like each mm-hmm. year. So and they kind of had a down year last year. So. Maybe they'll be on the up-and-up, and they're yeah. always a team to look out for.
0: I, I noticed on your note sheet um, that we've got all sitting in front of us. In front of UCLA, you said, because why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> would you elaborate on that a little um, bit, Kylie?
2: Because <laughs> why not? Um, I don't know. The Pac-12, I feel like it's very hard to pick through teams mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I mean UCLA Arizona have dominated the past few years, so I gotta pick one of the dominating teams. Cause why not? Respect it. But um, yeah, <laughs> that was my logic. <laughs> why not? That's
1: that's fair. I chuckled a little bit when I read that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you guys picking Arizona and UCLA. They're just they're the top teams, and they're always kind of running it. So I mean, and they have great transfers coming in. But I mean, mm-hmm. if you keep looking at USC now.
2: I mean, yeah. they have tra-
1: transfers coming in, pretty stacked roster this year. I know that Um, hopefully Brian comes back in time to be able to play, mm-hmm. to be able to see yeah. that environment. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you, you see they're, they're 10, but I mean, they have great transfers coming in, a good stacked roster. They can definitely compete with you two guys' teams. So yeah. I decided to watch them play and kind of tear, tear up the tournament a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, for I, sure. I think they deserve to make the
0: tournament yeah. um, as a higher seed than a 10 last mm-hmm. year. And I mm-hmm. think this year, there's no question they're oh, yeah. a good team. Yeah, they um, were
2: fun to watch last year when they competed against Michigan State. It was mm-hmm. a definitely a, a really good game to watch. Mm-hmm, so. For sure.
1: Very fun.
0: So I can't wait for all that. Um, mm-hmm. Top t- conference to watch, guys. I'm curious, what are you guys is watching out of this eight?
2: Out of this? Oh, I thought you were to tell me overall, and you already no, know what my answer is no. going to be. <laughs> but, we all um... know
0: Big Ten and the <laughs> Mac. You oh, know. Yeah. yeah. But out of these eight, Ten? Um, I know personally I'm probably going to be watching Big East the most. Mm -hmm. Um, they're just fun basketball men's and women's. Like, it's just gonna be wild time between the Big East. Mm -hmm. Um, what about you guys?
2: Um, I'll go big first, so I'll do Pac-12. But then Mm -hmm. small, I think I'm gonna go with. Oh no, where'd it go? Um, I'm gonna go with the A10, just for basically just for Loyola Chicago. (laughs) But um, I'll definitely keep an eye on them.
1: I think you kind of just have to rock with Pac-12. This is so much talent in there mm-hmm. that's kind of coming up now. I'm just excited to watch them, especially on the women's side. I don't see more than the men's side. I'm just, I'm just excited to watch the Pac-12. Yeah,
2: yeah. and their, and their grand finale. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the, the
1: grand finale is going to be a just incredible
0: time for everyone. Um, hopefully the TV markets realize that, but <laughs> I think it's a little too late to save the Pac-12, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah, let's just jump right into full court press. Um, that's our last conference for this week. So, what are you guys going 94 feet for today? If you've listened to the show before, you know this is our recurring segment. Um, everyone's just kind of going to ta- kind of talk about something very loosely basketball related, um, goofy or not. So, um, I don't know. Who wants to start?
2: I mean, I can start. Go for it, Kylie. <laughs> so this is to my knowledge kind of like a little exclusive msu thing but it is mm-hmm. one of my favorite things and i definitely think that other colleges should start to do it um so we do something here called the um its own camp out and kind of what that is is um if you buy your student section membership you get an invite to go pitch a tent out on the grass And uh, you just get to hang out, meet the basketball team, you know, listen to them, take pictures. I got a picture with Tom Izzo (laughs) last year. Greatest thing ever. Those are
1: so fun to (laughs) see on social media.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) And um, while you're there, you get points, which will help you move down um, into the lower bowl of student section seating. And you have to go every year to maintain your points. So Mm -hmm. after I go this year, I should be in the lower bowl all season. So I'm really excited. It's just a fun time for Mm -hmm. um, every, you know, everyone who loves basketball. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that other student sections and other schools would benefit from a really fun event like this mm-hmm. because it's just kind of getting everybody out, supporting each other in the community, you get to meet some new people. Like I met a bunch of new people last year. It's just a really fun thing. Big bonding experience. I think that Izzo is one of the best student sections in all of college basketball. Absolutely just electric being there. So, aunt who doesn't like to get woken up at six in the morning by Tom Izzo, like <laughs> greatest thing ever. So I definitely think that, other schools should start doing events you know like other campouts or events similar to the campout just Mm -hmm. because I think that they're a really good bonding experience for everyone and it gets them really excited for basketball season because I know not everybody's like me who's excited for basketball season all year round Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so I think it just gets people kind of in the mood for that and I absolutely Mm -hmm. love it and it's just such a fun time
1: yeah Yeah, 100% Derek what about you? So I've been thinking about this for the last couple of weeks honestly I think MSU should have like a all sports type of hype event where you can like bring the basketball team the football team and just like and like kind of show shine on other sports like soccer's playing really really good right now men's Mm -hmm. and women's Mm -hmm. and i mean there's a bunch of hype going in the hockey season so i think like bringing the michigan state team and having the social media teams cover it and like just kind of collab in a way would just bring a lot of hype to around michigan state and other teams schools should do it as well because i mean like maybe in some other places and other schools soccer teams or ba- other basketball teams don't have as much hype and the other teams that uh, get more television and media coverage could actually help them boost their support and boost their hype so I think I should just get a hype event just have all the teams come out and all the fans come on and it's just a really exciting time they could hold it in a big place on campus where everybody can see and they can just have a lot of media coverages out there as well so it'll just be a really fun time yeah that sounds like it'd be a blast
2: yeah no I absolutely love that idea especially um I, I love volleyball. I played volleyball. And um, a lot of these Big Ten volleyball teams are really good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Michigan State just beat University of Michigan rivalry first time in like six or seven years um, that we did. Fantastic away game. That was great. Yes. Yeah. And I would love it. Um, and same with other schools too, especially surrounding volleyball, but With having those hype and like having teams realize that these teams are that good. Mm-hmm. Like Nebraska is at the moment undefeated. Um, Amazing volleyball team. Wisconsin the same way. Number one seed. Mm-hmm. Like, having these hype events would definitely get some uh, attention towards other sports.
0: Mhm. Absolutely.
2: Okay, um, Colin. <laughs> I want to, I
0: want to bring it back to Merrimack and <laughs> just seek some vengeance for them because I think the D one transition periods absolutely stupid. Um, NCAA, I get why they instated it. They instated it so that teams can't just move up to D one when they have a good team just to, you know, mm-hmm go to the tournament and make some media coverage and then drop immediately back down. Um, they want to discourage teams from joining D1 just for the media. They want to make sure teams will actually fit into D1 and be able to compete in D1. But I'm sorry. Please. Do away with it. Like, that doesn't need to be a thing. The Everything about, you know, D1 is about competition. Let Mm -hmm. people continue to compete in the postseason (laughs) if they make it to the postseason. I understand If they're moving up from D2 to D1 and they win the conference in D1, they're clearly, you know, they deserve Mm -hmm. to be in the tournament in D1. Absolutely. Like, just to be able to, you know, take that away, maybe, you know, I get it. There are fines and there's all that, you know. But... NCAA, you need to figure that one out because having a team like Merrimack take the conference championship and not be able to compete just hurts every bit of television coverage, you know. Mm-hmm. To have a team that in their first year in D1 makes the tournament, imagine that for TV. Like, that's yeah. exciting. Everyone's watching that. Um, you know, I just, it. I want to see something different happen there. And like, mm-hmm. I get the reasoning, but I think there are better solutions to mm-hmm. stop teams from moving immediately to mm-hmm. D1, Yeah, you know.
2: What would be your solution? You know, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but what would be your that's solution? That's a
0: great question. Yeah. Um, so obviously the solution right now is A, not working, and B, really hurts these student athletes who mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. go through a multi-year transition period. Um, I think my solution would be to kind of make sure that they're going into a lower conference mm. mm-hmm. and give them the opportunity to raise up through the conference rankings, yeah. you know? Um, so, cause I know some of these times, some of the times these D1 or D2 teams just try to join a higher up conference, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle ground and they immediately get shut out every yeah. game. So I think to ensure that that doesn't happen, you have teams join like the NEC, have teams join the Missouri Valley, mm-hmm. where these conferences are kind of that middle ground between D1 and D2. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to compete at that level, let them move up in a few years from there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what my solution would be. It's not a perfect solution either, because that's ruining some conference rivalries, and mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. all that complication. Yeah. But I think that would work better than what we've got going right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So that's that's my full uh, press <laughs> there. Um, I'm rooting for you, Merrimack. Um, keep going. <laughs> that definitely cost a home for you. I could just it, tell it was it passionate. Did. You know, I I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear about Merrimack until this past <laughs> year, and you know, they took my heart. they uh, <laughs> I respect.
1: Um, um, Collins has a sneaky. I love for Merrimack. <laughs> I respect that. I
0: mean, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's just close it out. I think that's, the, that's all we've got to talk about this week. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Of Check the net on Impact89FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with the station on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at WDBM and at Impact89FM. Um, Just a reminder that this will be our first full basketball season. We're very excited. Um, But the next few episodes will be a similar format to today's with our conference predictions, which will lead us right into the preseason games. Um, So this season's madness is only just beginning, and we can't wait to talk about it more next week on Check the Net. Thanks for joining us.